welcome back to Liam's One Peter. I am your co-host, Liam, and these are my two co-hosts. Liam. And Peter. So, we have a good show planned out for you listeners today. To start off, we will be recapping uh, this week's, um, last week's matchups, week six matchups. Um, and we will be going in order of when they were played and just giving our thoughts on them and just giving you some review on them. And then after that, we will jump into our new segment, Breakouts and Busts, where we will talk about some breakout players and some players that just did not live up to the hype this week. And then finally, we will be talking and sharing our thoughts on the World Series Game 1 that happened last night. So to stay tuned in because this podcast should be a good one. So, for starters, the first game played was Texans versus Titans, and that was Honestly, one of the games of the week, in my opinion. It went into overtime, and the Titans ended up beating the Texans 42-36. to uh, With the help of Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, the Titans just did really well against the Texans and uh, came out on top. Very high-scoring game. However, the Texans did do better than expected, as they were being expected to crush the Titans after the Titans came out crushing the Bills in, in Week 5, 42-16. to so the Texans definitely put up a good fight, yet just not good enough. Next up, we had Ravens and Eagles, and the Ravens just seemed to run away with this one. The score did not tell the full story. As you see, the Ravens, they were leading for pretty much the whole game, and the Eagles did come back to make it a game, but it just was not enough with Lamar Jackson finally turning on the Jets and running for a really long touchdown this, this last week. It was one that just Eagles fans would not like to talk about. Next up, we had Falcons versus Vikings. And believe it or not, Falcons won their first game. And they had the lead the whole time. They did not choke it, surprisingly. Might have been because of this weak Falcons team, which did not have Dalvin Cook. But Falcons won 40-23. to Um, Julio Jones and Matt Ryan shined in in that game. Then we had Browns and Steelers. And while people were thinking it would be close, it was not. The Browns, who had been looking good in the past two weeks before the last week, uh, they just got demolished to the Steelers, 38-7. to The Steelers' defense really showed that the Steelers might be Super Bowl contenders. They have shown time and time again with Juju, they got some powerful weapons on offense, adding Chase Claypool to the mix, as well as just a rock-solid defense that will not budge. They are looking to go a long way this season. Finally, we have the Bengals and Colts. And this one, well, Cincinnati might have been an Atlanta team this this last week. As you see, the Bengals were up by a lot. However, the Colts came back with Phillip Rivers finally showing off. And they ended up winning 31-27 to with the help of tight ends Jack Doyle uh, and wide receiver, I believe, Zach Pascal. Um, I would just like to add something on about the um, Bengals and Colts game. Go ahead. Um, I just think it's crazy how you can score 31 points in a quarter combined. I mean, how is that possible? That like is it's, 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 it's a very high-scoring quarter. That's all I wanted to say. All right. I think that's my cue to take it from here. Uh, next game, we have Lions versus Jaguars. Uh, Lions came up strong in this one with a... A good good game through all four quarters, but clearly Lions just outplayed the Jags. 
Next, we have Bears versus Panthers, a real tight one. After Bears starting off the first two quarters looking strong, with ending the quarter is 13-6. to Then going into the third, Bears get their first touchdown of the third quarter. And that's like, obviously that's not great because Bears, like, everyone should be scoring third quarter. Third quarter is a huge quarter right off of halftime. But Bears have never capitalized besides that one game. Next, I'll take you to Washington versus New York. The Giants come up strong, win their first game. Everyone might think this is a wise choice by Washington for going for two. I know, tight game. They just went for a field goal. That's that's a tie game. Take it into OT. Next, we have Broncos-Pats. No one expected this to happen. The Broncos came out t- on top against the Patriots with an 18-12 to win. I mean, going into this game, no one could really predict what's going to happen. Two new quarterbacks since the last time these teams played. I mean, like Tom Brady coming out, he totally destroyed this team the last time they played. With Cam Newton in, I mean, no one knew what was going to happen. And Broncos just showed them. Maybe they need Tom Brady back. Who knows? Next, we have Jets, Dolphins, obviously with the struggling Jets. And the looking pretty strong Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins come out 24-0. to They shut out the Jets. And next, I'll take you right on to Peter. All right, start with the Packs, Packers, Packers, Buccaneers game. Um, real shocker here, really to me. Honestly, it was a real shocker. Um, Packers got ten in the first quarter, then went silent for the for the rest of the game, while the Buccaneers um twenty eight in the second quarter, and then ten in the third, and no score in the fourth. Um, yeah, Tom Brady really showing what he can do. Um, next we got Forty ers and Rams. Um, 49ers came on top. This was a pretty close game. Uh, 24-16. Rams dropped to 4-2. 49ers go to 3-3. And then, um, the next game is the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, this one, this was, should have been the matchup of, of the week in a very close game, but it really wasn't. The Chiefs won by 9 points, and they go up to 5-1. and one, And the Bills go to four and two um with a pretty good looking number for the chiefs um seven in the first six in the second seven in the third and six in the fourth kind of good to look at um and yeah just a pretty good game though and then the last game was cardinals cowboys um these cowboys they just aren't what they should be without deck um you know really not doing good um with fantasy um, Dak's um, still in fifth place with points, and he's been out for a game and a half. Um, but yeah, really surprised that the Cardinals came out. They go to four and two. Cowboys drop to two and four. Uh, Liam Hickey, back to you. And now transitioning into our brand new segment, breakouts and busts. We've got a good one for you folks. Starting off with, I will be naming a few breakouts as well as some busts, and then Peter will go around naming a few breakouts and busts, and then Liam will go around naming some breakouts and busts. Actually, uh, check that. Liam will go after me, and then Peter will go after Liam. Let's get started. So, for the first breakout I have, I have Matt Ryan, who 
while it may not be a breakout, he had a really good game, actually named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. And I honestly agree with this because he dropped 31 fantasy points. And I am so glad I did not have to play him. I actually played Matthew Stafford. The person I played against had him on his bench. Kind of an idiotic move, to say the least. But who would have known otherwise, you know? Um, very good game for Matt Ryan. Moving on. We have Kenyon Drake, who, honestly, while he was a first-round running back, this would have to be called his breakout game, or at least a very good game by him. Twenty Around 28 points, I believe, with two touchdowns. He just lit up this poor Cowboys defense. Just um, a horrible performance by Cowboys, and Kenyon Drake took advantage of it and proved to the haters that, yes, they should have him on his fantasy team. Finally, for me, we will have our bust. And unfortunately, I got to go with Juju Smith-Schuster. Everybody was expecting him to put up at least double digits. Sorry, no, I don't mean at least, but at least 10 points or something. As, as he was as well, planning his new touchdown move pregame uh, that he was doing for TikTok. So, a little disappointing by him. Only dropped two points. I feel bad for whoever had him. Actually, that would be Peter. So, I feel bad for Peter as he had Juju. Chase Claypool shine in this game over Juju. So this might actually be uh, more of a common thing as Chase Claypool might get more targets than Juju. So look to trade Juju if you can because we might see more of this in the future. Moving on to Liam. Well, I'll take it right from there. I'll start off with a big breakout. Julio Jones. I mean, with him being out for a while, Calvin Ridley filled in perfectly. And I mean perfectly, being ranked number one as a wide receiver, I believe. And Julio knew that he needed, to do, he needed to do something. If he wanted more touches, he needed to show that he needed them. And he for sure did. Outplayed Calvin Ridley by, I believe, 15 fantasy points with 33. That is a crazy amount from coming back from an injury. I mean... Obviously, sadly, I played Julio this week, but I did have Ridley, who'd get a strong 18, but, you know, not as good as 33. Next, I'll take you on to Kyler Murray, stepped up to the number one slot for quarterback. He's gotten the most fantasy points. I mean, honestly, I think he deserves it. Coming off of last season, a rookie, he's shown that he, him and Hopkins can be dangerous. I mean, barely using Hopkins last uh, not last night, two nights ago. I mean, he used Christian Kirk for an 86-yard touchdown, which crazy, coming from getting three touches, converting that into 22 fantasy points. Next, I'll take you on to a, a bust. Um, I'm going go right to Cam Newton. Cam Newton did not play at his best against the Broncos, and clearly it showed on the scoreboard. I mean, Cam Newton coming out, of the game with only well, 20 points. Okay, I'm going to say only, but Cam Newton definitely could have done better against the Broncos, a struggling team. Like, they needed that win. Cam, coming back from COVID-19, his team needed that win, and he just did not. He, he just did not convert for his team. Finally, I will go to my last one. It's going to be Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, this is crazy because being ranked 
being ranked, I believe, eight or ninth quarterback, and you're, and the head coach decides to put in the rookie. But he he decides the rookie's gonna start from so on until something shows that Fitzpatrick needs to start. And I I believe Fitzpatrick got fired today. I believe I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I mean. That's crazy. Fitzpatrick coming off an amazing season. I mean, leading the Dolphins to 3-3 three and three off of an awful last season. I feel like, I don't know if two was the best pick for me to put in over Fitzpatrick after an amazing start to the season. But that would take you right into Peter. And before Peter gets going here, I just wanted to let our audience know to stay tuned. For our World Series special, which should be pretty exciting, we will be covering oh, the yes. first game of the Rays and Dodgers. Now, on to Peter. And a crazy first thing I'm going to cover, um, this is off script. Well, this is all mostly off script. But I'm going to talk about James Washington and how he may not be a bad pickup for you as Deontay Johnson has been um, very iffy the last couple of weeks. But now on to um, my breakouts and busts. Um, first thing I'm going to talk about is Justin Jefferson. Um, a couple weeks ago, he got 30 points, which is very good. But this week, Rex in 39 points. Um, and just a very good performance from him. And very impressive with um, his two touchdowns, a two-point conversion. Um, I was very impressed by his per- performance. Next, I'm going to go on to McCall Hardman. Um, and how he had a very big bust week with zero points. Um... I think he had one target, just a, not a good week from him. Uh, and yeah, just very disappointing if you have him on his team, if you have him on your team, especially um, if he's one of your starters and your wide receivers are struggling. Next, I'm going to talk about Mike Evans. Mike Evans had a very big bust week with one point, and he, or two points, I'm sorry. Um, he had two targets. Um, a catch in 10 yards, so that gives him two points. Just not good. Um, and it was in a big win. Uh, just very poor performance from him. And um, also not a great performance um, by Tom Brady, just not throwing to him, but still very bad performance from Mike Evans. Next, I'm going to talk about Ryan Tannehill's breakout week and how good he did. Big win that week. And with 20, what was that? That had 29 points. Very good for him. Um, and I think um, he will be a pretty good starter and very consistent from now on, especially with Derrick Henry and his 40 points. I mean, his, the quarterback got 30 points and his, the running back got 40 points. It's, it's crazy. Um, and that's all I've got to say. Next up, you know, we've got our Super Bowl special. I think Peter meant World Series special, but nevertheless, Liam will be <laughs> I, introducing us to the That is my bet. That is my bet. All right, I'll start us right here. I mean, Dodgers coming off with a big win, I believe 8-3. to three. And we'll hop right into the facts of the, for the game. You guys take it away. All right, Peter, you take it away. Um, First thing I got to say, Clayton Kershaw. Awesome game on the mound. Um, I think he had seven innings. Some, I, or, I don't know. But very good game from, from him. Um, very impressed from his uh, recent playoffs in the recent years. 
uh, not doing good, but he now jumps to three and one with postseason wins. And another another notable player in that game that I would have to say influenced the Dodgers win greatly would be Mookie Betts. He might be the missing World Series game piece, World Series game piece that the Dodgers really needed. He popped off with two home runs yesterday and just a double was stealing second and third. This guy is on a roll. Hopefully he keeps it up in postseason as a Dodgers fan myself. He has just been on a roll. And this leads us to a question. Will he be the player that causes the Dodgers to win the World Series this year? Who knows? Now, I will be introducing you guys with some very fun facts about this World Series. And this first one actually has to do with how the Dodgers got to the World Series. You see, when they played the Atlanta Braves and they were down 3-1, to one, a stat that I found was that the Braves or any team that is up 3-1 to one has a 28-3 record in that series, meaning that 28 of 28 teams have gone on to win when they had a 3-1 lead and three teams didn't. And you know what? Now that I say that, that number is a pretty familiar number for Atlanta fans, isn't it? 28-3? Hmm. And of course, as they choked a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, they choked a 28-3 record, making it down to 28-4 after losing to the Dodgers while being up 3-1. What a shame, Braves. For my interesting fact, in the 2019 World Series, the home team didn't win one game. It's, it's a crazy stat. Um, I think... It's never happened before, but the closest was in the 1900s. Um, yeah, it was a, it's a very crazy stat that went into Game 7. And uh, Liam K? Will I take you right into the outro here? Yep. I believe All so. Right. Well, with that. Actually, that hang on. Been... Sorry, sorry, oh. Murphy, but one more thing, one more thing. Just, just a little off topic, but who do you who do you guys want to win the World Series? I mean, I'll take it first. Um, honestly, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I kind of see the Rays win. I've seen them all over my TikTok. I mean, everyone doubted them. I guess people always say on TikTok, like, "Oh, Yankees over Rays. You guys aren't going anywhere. They're already here." That's how the Dodgers winning it. Um, unlike Liam's, because the Dodgers, they deserve this, and I feel like they have all the missing pieces they need, with Clayton Kershaw looking promising, and looking like he won't choke this year, as well as Mookie Betts, they are practically a new team, and I believe this will be enough to give them a win in the World Series. I have also, I have also been rooting for them, and I hope that they can win after they have been cheated off of um, by a World Series from the Astros. So I'm very mad about that, and I'm happy that the Astros did not get into the World Series. That's the only thing I'm thankful for the Rays about. But also, Florida has just had more... Florida has had more victories, and they've just been on a roll in all sports. The Buccaneers have been very good. They will be hosting the Super Bowl Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Lightning has won the Stanley Cup. I just want um, a non-Florida team to win it this year. And that will be my thoughts on the World Series. I agree. I am rooting for the Dodgers. Um, I think they really deserve it with um, in the three, last three out of four years. 
they went in the World Series, and um, the one year they didn't, a National League team that beat them won. So I'm rooting for the Dodgers. I think they have all the pieces that need it, and now they just got to go out and execute. Um, Liam K with the outro, back to you. All right. Well, that has been two Liam's, one Peter. Come back for the Saturday post for a podcast. We'll talk about our predictions and probably more World Series stats. Well, that's it. I will say my goodbyes, and so will the rest of us. Uh, We'll see you on Friday or Saturday. Goodbye. See you then.